Benoit Blanc is back on the case in Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, and I've got my review right now. This review is brought to you by Masterclass. This holiday, give one annual membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash Merle today to find out more and stay tuned after the review for more info. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my review of Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, which is the sequel to 2019's Knives Out. That was one of my favorite movies of that year, and I'm happy to say that this is a worthy follow-up to that movie. Ryan Johnson returns as writer and director in this new mystery that will have Netflix's true first hybrid release. Glass Onion will play a minimum one-week theatrical release starting next Wednesday, then it'll go away for a while before it makes its premiere on Netflix on December 23rd. You are cordially invited for a long weekend on my private island. Where we will celebrate the bonds that connect us, and I hope your puzzle-solving skills are whetted. Because you will also be competing to solve the mystery of my murder. Daniel Craig also returns as Benoit Blanc, the world's greatest detective. And the movie finds him and the rest of the world mid-pandemic in the summer of 2020. Blanc is going stir-crazy without a case to solve until he's invited to visit the private Greek island of billionaire Miles Braun, played by Edward Norton, a tech wizard who bears a significant resemblance to another tech CEO who just happens to be in the news. When it comes to the timing of having a satiric character in your movie, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Blanc is joined by Braun's closest friends, including ex-partner Andy, played by Janelle Monet, politician Claire, played by Katherine Hahn, scientist Lionel, played by Leslie Odom Jr., fashion icon Con Birdie, played by Kate Hudson, and social media star Duke, played by Dave Bautista, along with various other support staff and guests. This is a really strong ensemble, and one of the things I like the most about the movie is how it tells you one way that these characters know Miles Braun, and then throughout the remainder of the film, you come to understand a different level about their relationship. It's no coincidence that the plot of this movie is very much like an onion in the sense that you peel the layers back one by one to reveal what's underneath. Like its predecessor, Glass Onion is a murder mystery, although I wouldn't dare spoil who the victim is or any of the other details. It's a deceptive kind of mystery. There are a lot of twists and turns, and you find out throughout the movie that there are some characters that are a step ahead of where you thought they were, and there are some characters who seem to be on top of their game, but turn out to be immensely stupid. Nobody would touch Birdie with a 10-foot pole because she went on Oprah and compared herself to Harriet Tubman. And spirit. Glass Onion premiered back in September at the Toronto International Film Festival, and there was a movement amongst people who saw it at that festival premiere that this was a better movie than the original. And I wouldn't quite go that far. And honestly, I think it's a bit of a disservice to Glass Onion to have that comparison out there immediately, to have people perhaps expecting it to be a better film than Knives Out. Knives Out, I thought, was a really great movie, the kind of movie that doesn't come along very often. And I didn't think this movie was as good, but that's not a slam on Glass Onion, that's really more, in my mind, how good Knives Out was. And this is something that I see happen over and over again, which is that a movie plays a festival and it gets this immense buzz and everybody's expecting one of the best movies of the year. And even if the movie turns out to just merely be very good, there's this sense of disappointment. I think the thing to keep in mind is that there are a few movies generally that are worth the hype that come out of them from a festival, but these are events that are packed with thousands of media and critics and actors and people who are movie fans. And it is an electric environment. It is the best environment to go 
and enjoy a movie experience. But I also feel, much like movie premieres, that film festivals are an incredible showcase for these movies, but a terrible environment to get a good grasp on what the hype actually is. You're in a room with the people who are most invested in being excited and having this movie come off well. So this is kind of a tangential point, but I've always said, be wary of hype coming out of film festivals, be wary of hype coming out of movie premieres, not advanced critic screenings, but the actual premieres of the movies, because those are really big parties, and you can't blame people for going out and having a good time, and maybe not being focused on the ins and outs of the movie itself. Now, having said all that, again, the fact that I don't think Glass Onion is quite as good as its predecessor is not an insult to this film, and it actually has a perfect blend of actors who all put their own stamp on their characters. It's easy to forget just how good Edward Norton is, and as Miles Braun, the man who has everything, he meets his match in Benoit Blanc, whose keen insight pierces further than Miles is sometimes comfortable with. Janelle Monet continues to build an impressive film resume. As Braun's jilted partner Andy, she turns an air of mystery into something much, much more as the film progresses. Kate Hudson is also delightful as Birdie, a many times canceled fashion designer who, when we first meet her, is throwing a technically illegal pandemic party in her New York City apartment that she says is fine because, you know, they're all inside. Hudson's last major film role was about five years ago, and much like Edward Norton, her performance in this film is a reminder as to why both of them were breakout stars back around the turn of the century. And then there's Daniel Craig. Honestly, I would be perfectly content for him to return to the role of Benoit Blanc every few years until he retires. This series is sort of a low-impact James Bond for Daniel Craig, except it seems like he's having a lot more fun. Craig drowns every word in the same ridiculous southern drawl that made us love the character to begin with, and he's obviously having a really good time, sometimes dismantling mysteries that were supposed to be unsolvable, and at other times becoming frustrated at the fact that he's being stumped by a group of people, some of which consistently prove themselves to be, well, stupid. Mr. Braun, I've learned through bitter experience that a, an anonymous invitation is not to be trifled with. The film features lush photography from Ryan Johnson's resident cinematographer Steve Yedlin, along with a score from Ryan Johnson's brother Nathan, which to me evoked that 60s sense of globetrotting, very similar to a lot of John Barry's score for the James Bond films. Like the first film, the central mystery can't be solved on its own. The movie withholds crucial pieces of information until it decides the audience is ready to learn them, but the pieces all fit together at the end, and Daniel Craig brings this manic, sometimes almost nervous nervous energy to the whole movie. He's not the same Benoit Blanc that we saw in Knives Out, mostly because he's been cooped up for so long. He's like a dog that you just let off the leash who's running around the park in circles because he hasn't had a chance to solve a mystery in months. If you're in a city where Glass Onion is playing starting next week, I would recommend, if you're able to, to see this movie with an audience. I don't think that Glass Onion will be a worse movie at home watching it on Netflix, but I do think that watching it in a theater where the jokes will land, where the different twists and turns and reveals of the movie will land with a live audience, will make the experience better. Glass Onion might not be one of the year's best movies or quite able to surpass the first, but it still delivers what's promised as Ryan Johnson gives us a worthy follow-up to the 2019 original. If you liked Knives Out, odds are that you're going to like Glass Onion. This movie was part of a huge deal between Ryan Johnson and Netflix, and we already know that there will be a third Knives Out film, but I am hopeful that if the audience response remains strong, if the box office experiment works with Netflix, if the streaming numbers are strong, that we will be seeing Detective Benoit Blanc, Daniel Craig, and Ryan Johnson on the case for a lot longer.
So that is a big recommendation for me on Glass, Onion, and Knives Out Mystery, as I mentioned, in limited release next week, and then on Netflix December 23rd. What do you think? Are you going to be trying to find it in the theater? Will you be watching it at home? Let me know down in the comments below. And before I go, I want to thank the sponsor for this video, Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can dive deep into your own area of interest with some of the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Obviously, I'm a movie fan, and you probably are too. In the entertainment field alone, you can spend hours with Martin Scorsese learning about filmmaking, or with Spike Lee learning about how to be an indie filmmaker, or with David Lynch learning about how to be David Lynch. And there are over 180 instructors teaching classes in 11 categories. And each class is segmented into clearly labeled lessons that I can consume when I can across multiple platforms. This isn't theory, this is the real experience of some of the best minds alive in their field. And I'm already looking forward to checking out Bill Nye's class on science and problem solving. And that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. I highly recommend that you check it out this holiday. Give one annual member and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash Merle today. That's masterclass.com slash Merle, M-U-R-R-E-L-L, and terms do apply. Thanks to Masterclass for sponsoring this video, and thank you for watching it. I'll be back very soon, later this week, in fact, with more movie news, reviews, box office, and more. Until then, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Bye.